الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد الله أكبر كبيرا والحمد لله كثيرا وسبحان الله العظيم وبحمده بكرة وأصيلا لا إله إلا الله وحده نصر عبده وأعز جنده وهزم الأحزاب وحده My dear brothers, my dear sisters, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our fasting and our qiyam and our worship. To, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to retain us unless all of our sins are forgiven, our shortcomings are covered, and our hardships are removed. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. Allahumma inna ibaduka qad qumna ramadana kama sanna nabiyuna wasumna naharahu kama amara rabbuna Allahumma fala taruddana khaibin watakabbal minna al-siyama wal-qiyama ya kareem Oh Allah, we are your servants We fasted Ramadan as you commanded us to fast and we stayed praying at night as your Prophet has legislated for us Oh Allah, accept from us and, O oh Allah, don't retain us empty-handed. And, O oh Allah, accept our fasting and our prayer and our reading of the Quran. Amin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. My dear brothers, today is the day of Eid. Today is the day of the reward. Today is the day of happiness and joy. قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ Say, this is through the bounty and the compassion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is through the bounty and the compassion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let the believers rejoice. This is better than whatever they accumulate. We are after the dunya. We go to the right and the left. We collect the money from the halal and from other sources. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us otherwise. Whatever you collect, alhamdulillah. It's from the halal source, alhamdulillah. But what you should be really happy for achieving is the pleasure and the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is the reason why you and I am here. So this is the reason why we are all here, is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he can be pleased with us and admit us to the Jannah. This is the day of happiness and joy. When the Prophet ﷺ arrived in Medina, he found the people of Medina celebrating two occasions. And he asked why they gave some justification that this were even that happened in the pre-Islamic period. The Prophet ﷺ said, no, leave this. Allah has replaced these two days with other two days which are bitter for you. These are the days of Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. And the Prophet ﷺ said to the Sahaba, let these be very special occasions. Go out for the Musalla, take your women and your children and rejoice. Enjoy yourself and your family in a halal way during this day. This is a day of eating and drinking and thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says after speaking about the month of Ramadan, so you believers can complete the period of the month of Ramadan, can complete the 
days of the month of Ramadan and to make takbir of Allah, to glorify Allah for what he has guided you. So why we thank Allah, why we glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because he, because he has guided us to the deen of Islam and he has guided us and he has given us the success and the tawfiq to worship him in Ramadan and before Ramadan and we vow to him that we will continue inshallah after Ramadan. So this bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what is worth takbir from us, is what is worth tahmeed from us, is what is worth thankfulness from us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dear brothers and sisters, please make this day very special for your family, for, for your wife, for your kids. Don't let them wait for Christmas and Easter. Make this day much better for them than Christmas and Easter are for our fellow Christians. Be brothers and sisters, we live in a non-Muslim country. We are a minority. If we, are, if we don't have our children to feel that day as our Eid, our special day, give them money, give them presents, take them for a day out, halal fun, give more food, go and visit the family and the friends. This is the Eid. This is the joy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to have. Why do we rejoice for the Eid? Because we are receiving our reward and our prize today. Let's see the example of a hard-working student. He works hard throughout the year, or he just studies before the exam, throughout the year. But what happens before the exams and during the exams? He gives more and more time and effort, yes? And once he completed his mission, working throughout the year, and escalating his efforts and his time and his hard work during the exam period, the day he's waiting is the day in which he will receive his certificate, will receive his prize, will receive his reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unlike any other marker. Your examiner will mark you for what you answer in the paper. Allah will mark you for your intention and the effort you have put, irrespective of what you have achieved. This is the beauty of our deen. So I, as a Muslim, continue to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout my life. In Ramadan, I increase the dosage. I do my best because this is my exam period. And on the day of Eid, I receive my reward, my certificate of graduation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why the day of Eid is known as Yawmul Ja'iza, the day of the reward, the day of the prize, because every believer receives his reward of fasting and qiyam during that month. So all you who fasted during the month of Ramadan, all you who stayed worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the night of Ramadan and reading the Quran throughout Ramadan, rejoice with the bounty and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For you are my Prophet Muhammad sallam has given us the glad tidings, man qama Ramadana imanan wa ihtisaban, Whoever stays worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the month of Ramadan, and worship includes anything, reading the Quran, praying, fasting, any sort of worship, whoever stays worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the month of Ramadan, all of his sins will be forgiven. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of our sins. But what are the two conditions? Imanan wahtisaban. The only reason why he's doing that, it's because he has faith in his heart and he's looking for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not for any other reason. So the hadith reads, Man qama ramadana imanan wahtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbi. Whoever stays worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during Ramadan, 
driven by his faith and looking for the reward of Allah, all of his previous sins will be forgiven. And today, your debts, your sins will be completely removed and you will get the credit from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you will become a rich person, not in terms of money or wealth of this world, but in terms of the currency of the akhirah, which is a'mal, which is a good deed, when your bank account won't be able to give you any benefit on the day of judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gather us all under the shade of his shade when there is no shade except his. My dear brothers and sisters, imagine a loyal employee who is working hard to achieve the job assigned to him by his employer. And he did it to the best of his capacity. And he achieved it to the best of his ability. What do you expect of a good employer? Will he reward him? Definitely yes. What do you expect of the Lord of the creation, the most generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We have done our job, alhamdulillah, in Ramadan to the best of our ability and today we are receiving our reward from the most generous who will not give you the reward that you deserve he will multiply it to you by 700 and more Wallahu so we ask Allah to accept from us we ask Allah to exalt our efforts and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast on our faith and on our relationship with him Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. My dear brothers and sisters, today is the day of Eid. Alhamdulillah, we have five Eid prayers in this masjid, and all of them are completely full, and people are praying outside. How many Jumas do we have in the same masjid? One. What does this mean? Four out of every five Muslims who prayed in this masjid today do not come to Jum'ah. Isn't it right? Come to any prayer, particularly Asr prayer. Allah says, maintain your prayers, particularly the middle prayer, the Asr prayer, because this is the most difficult prayer. Either you are doing the job, in the winter or you're coming tired from your work in the summer one or two or three lines maximum where are people hibernating who made you Allah who provides for you Allah who makes you able to breathe and gives beats to your heart Allah when you stop needing this from Allah stop worshiping Allah as simple as that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah has secured him his Jannah, the highest level in the Jannah. So he doesn't have to worship Allah to secure the Jannah because he already secured it. But he would pray, Aisha, his beloved wife says, كَانَ يَقُومُ اللَّيْلَ حَتَّى تَتَوَرَّمَ قَدَمَا He would keep praying at night until from the length of his stay, his feet will become swollen. So she had pity on her husband saying, Oh, Messenger of Allah, why do you have to do that? You already secured your Jannah. Allah has forgiven all of your previous and future sins, if any. What was the answer of our beloved Prophet Muhammad Shouldn't I be a grateful servant of Allah? Even if I don't 
need the Jannah because I already got it from Allah, then the fact that he has granted me the Jannah for free makes me in the position that I should be so grateful to him that I keep worshiping him. Allah must be worshipped, not just because of Jannah or the hellfire, but because he deserves to be worshipped. The mere fact that he created you and he provides for you, irrespective of the Jannah or the hellfire, means that he is the only one who is true of your worship. This beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallam, who would stay all the night worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was the best example in everything, in his social life, in his family life, in his political life, in every walk of his life. You need to study his seerah, his sunnah. You need to teach it to your children. You need to spend some money on your children teaching them the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But whatever you do, my dear brother and sister, to be honest with you, it's not going to work unless you start with yourself. If you tell your child not to smoke and you're smoking, he's not going to listen to you. If you tell your child to go and pray in the message and you are watching TV at home, how do you expect him to listen to you? My dear brothers and sisters, we need to lead by example. We need to love the Prophet وسلم, as he should be loved. And the only way to love him is not to say it, is to follow his footsteps. My dear brothers and sisters, this beloved Prophet Muhammad وسلم, was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to carry on his worship until death comes to him. وَاعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ And carry on worshiping your Lord, O Muhammad, until certainty, which means death, comes to you. If the man who is the best of the creation, is the man whose previous and future sins are forgiven, the man whose Jannah is 100% guaranteed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is commanded to carry on worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, until his death, what about me and you? Abu Bakr, who is the best after Muhammad in this ummah, he says, by Allah, if one of my two feet is in the Jannah and the other is outside, I'm still not safe from the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If this is Abu Bakr, what about me and you? The shaitan will come to you after Ramadan. You have earned it. You did a great job in Ramadan. Now go and have some fun. I didn't stop the halal things of food, drinking, and marital relations in Ramadan to do the haram things after Ramadan. Hope the message is clear to us, my dear brothers and sisters. We would like to see these bright faces here every prayer or whatever you can. If you can't come every prayer because you have work or you have family or whatever, that's understood. But whenever available, come. Nobody can tell me I'm working 24 hours a day. You finish your work eight hours, maximum 12 hours. Come here, Isha, Maghrib, Fajr. Whenever you are off daytime, the weekend, etc. So this is what we need to learn from Ramadan. Ramadan is like a training course. When you go and take an intensive training course in any subject matter, it doesn't matter. Do you mean with taking this intensive course to have the knowledge for the duration of the course or for the life to come? What do you mean when you go to and study in the university or take a course, say one month or one year, whatever, and you need to earn some skills from this course? Do you need these skills to just have them at the time of the course or to act upon them in your life? So Ramadan is a training course, and Allah mentioned the reason behind Ramadan is to have taqwa of Allah. 
And if you feel that you need to have taqwa of Allah only in Ramadan, then you're not a Muslim after Ramadan. So this training course is meant to for you to carry on after Ramadan. In other words, my dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands our nature and our soul. And our deen is a happy marriage between our materialistic needs and our spiritual needs. And the good Muslim is the one who has a happy, a happy balance between the two. In the 11 months before Ramadan, we give priority to our materialistic needs. We go in life, working, trading, eating and drinking, going on journeys. As long as this is halal, is okay. I'm not saying haram and don't do it, but don't do too much. Even doing too much of halal pleasures will harden your heart. In Ramadan, Allah tells it, I'll look after your physical needs. There is no food, there is no drink, there is no spouse. Just concentrate on your spiritual. So our spirituality gets so high in Ramadan. That's why we fast 17, 18 hours. Even if we fast four hours outside Ramadan, we won't be able to cook. And we pray 23 rak'ahs in Taraweeh plus tahajjud. We read the, the whole Quran and Allah gives us the ability to do so. We give money in Ramadan more than 10 times what we give outside the entire 11 months. Because the spirituality, the soul which draws you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high. The shaitan is in chains. And only one thing remains, your evil desires. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has minimized them by the act of fasting. Hence, we feel closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But again, this is not one of time, brothers. Yes, you cannot be as active after Ramadan as you are during Ramadan. But if you are active 50% before Ramadan and you went to 80 or 90% during Ramadan, don't go back downgrading to 50% again. No, treat Ramadan as a stepping stone for you. Gradually increase. This Ramadan, I move from 50 before Ramadan to 60 after Ramadan, inshallah. Next Ramadan will be 70. In the meantime, when you're getting closer to your death, all of us will die. You're getting closer to the Jannah, you're getting heavier scales with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is the main benefit of Ramadan. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept, accept my fasting and your fasting. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all of our prayers, all of our reading of the Quran. Allahumma lana dunubana wa israfana fi amrina wa thabbit ala al-haqq aqadamana wa ansurna ala a'dayina. Allahumma jalna mimman da'aka fa'ajabtah wa istahdaka fa'hadaytah. واستنصرك فنصرته وتاب إليك فقبلته اللهم اغفر لنا ما قدمنا وما أخرنا وما أنت أعلم به منا اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في كل مكان ودبر لهم فإنهم لا يحسنون التدبير اللهم أهلك الظالمين بالظالمين واخرجنا من بين أيديهم سالمين واجعلنا هداة مهديين واغفر لنا ولوالدينا ولأصحاب الحقوق علينا ولجميع المسلمين وصل اللهم وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عيد مبارك تولبي إن شاء الله